0: This podcast is for singers who have music in their soul and want to be in the spotlight. We are InvictiVox Radio.
1: All right, guys. Welcome back to yet another episode of InvictiVox Radio. As always, we are your hosts, Mike and... Angie Lee. And today, we are going to be talking about just a thought and a topic that, that I think about all the time and really... It comes down to timing, and what I mean by this. So recently, in the in the news, and we even posted about it on our Instagram, is Taylor Swift has had like a really good run with this new album, right? And it tied a record fol- her or her folklore
0: it, album, right? Yeah, it's amazing. It's a great album,
1: and it and it's beating a whole bunch of records that have have existed for a long time. And one of my personal thoughts on it, not that it's not a great album, not that it's not successful and Taylor's had an amazing career and everything, but one thing I think about is there's not a lot of competition either at this time. It's not like there's all this new music coming out. The quarantine kind of slowed down everything, right? Yeah. And so as a result, I think the opportunity for it to set records and for it to do well is much greater than any other time like previously you know what i mean it's like a window opened up and she was able to really capitalize on that just because
0: there's not a lot of competition right now is that what you're saying
1: yeah and again it has nothing to do with talent but it's just like when when we went into quarantine right then all of a sudden people are consuming a lot of stuff but people aren't able to make as much stuff. So like on Netflix, you had a couple comedy specials that came out right before quarantine happened. Mm-hmm. And those people have blown up, right? They got way more exposure than they would have otherwise because all of a sudden there's way more people watching content.
0: And limited content coming out. Correct. Right.
1: And so I just kind of want to hear your thoughts on that in the first place. And, and w- what do you think about when it comes to timing and how should people time the release of their music? Are there better times and seasons and things like that to to try and release music in? Because I just get this general sense that timing is actually a bigger component than what most people think.
0: I think it's definitely something that plays into the success of your music, for sure, on so many different levels. And to just throw it out there to Taylor Swift again, Taylor that Folklore album was incredible. It was a phenomenal album and it was something so special and different than anything she's ever done now that she's really creating music on her own terms, which is something that we've been able to see in her journey and it's been beautiful. And the the record you're alluding to, like the post we did on Instagram, was she just beat out Whitney Houston for a, like a record career of being number one on Billboard. And so... Um, that's that's phenomenal. I mean, she beat Whitney Houston. That's a huge, huge thing. What that is is a testament to how long she's been going at it, right? She has enough enough discography and enough time at the top to beat Whitney Houston, which is crazy. But also, this folklore album has kind of gone way above and beyond and has been number one on all the charts and has just been incredible for her. She has single after single that is doing really, really well. And so it you know definitely is the question of is that just her alone? Is that the reason why? Is it because the music is that phenomenal or is it a combination of many things? And in conjunction, it just so happens that she launched a very beautiful album in a very dead time, right? Where the the window to launch music was completely open because not very many artists were putting out music at the time. And so obviously that album got way more playtime and exposure because that was the only good thing coming out in that moment. And it was just this dry spell of new music, right? So good for her. Yeah, definitely timing plays into it. It always plays into it. And that doesn't diminish the quality of what an artist creates. And so I just want to make sure we iterate that. We're not diminishing Taylor's work or diminishing how much she's put into the industry and into her craft because she's a phenomenal artist. But it does beg beg the question of, you know, how important is timing in your launching? How important is timing in the type of music you're creating?
1: I just want to touch on one more point before we move on. Because last time we were talking about how do you maximize your audience and how do you maximize your videos and everything you're doing? But what you really have to, again, you have to pay attention to what you're doing timing-wise. There's a reason that blockbuster movies come out in the summertime, right? There's a reason that a bunch of other big... Uh, movie releases come out on Thanksgiving and on Christmas, it's because people have time off to watch videos, Absolutely. right? In the summer, you always have songs that come out that are a little more energy. It's like the summer songs, right? Where you know people are going to be engaging in that type of music more at that time of year.
0: Yeah, most people don't la- launch major albums in the fourth quarter of the year because Christmas time and the holidays take over, they're going to go in and they're going to create a lot of Christmas music, maybe a Christmas single or something like that, so that they can stay relevant during the holidays and not throw themselves under a bus with a brand new album.
1: Right, because most people at that time of year are shifting over to Christmas music or uh, just stuff that kind of is more nostalgic around the holidays. And now it seems like people are even coming out with Halloween songs, right? Oh, so that's it's such kind a good of, idea. So it's kind of this whole like, Halloween through, so really quarter four, where you have Halloween through Christmas and into New Year's, where people aren't really listening to brand new mainstream music. And that's probably unless why. Unless they I, hate Christmas. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Unless you're like me and you just get sick of Christmas, of Christmas songs. But, but. There's a reason why labels don't really push that as much. And maybe yeah. that does open up an opportunity or a window where you know that some some of the big players aren't going to be pushing as much music at that time of year. So maybe it's a good time to launch it. And so if you're on like a smaller, uh, more grassroots level and you're like, hey, for everybody who hates Christmas music. <laughs> um,
0: well, no. Do you remember what the most played song for Halloween was last year?
1: I don't, I, I would assume it's that spooky, scary. Yes, it was a
0: spooky, scary skeletons. And if you haven't heard that song, you've been living under a rock because that's all anybody played last year for Halloween. It was a huge hit and it's the cutest, dumbest song of all time. (laughs) But I mean, even my four year old Addie, uh, this week, she was like, Hey mom, can we start listening to Chris or to Halloween music yet? So she's three years old last year when we were listening to Spooky Scary Te- Skeletons and she specifically asked for that song. And you would think that the demographic for a song like that would have just been, you know, small children, but that's not true. Everybody was listening to that song and playing it at parties and DJs were remixing it. So yeah, make a <laughs> you make a Halloween song a, a freaking smash.
1: So here's a question I have for you. As you're looking at timing, right? As you're looking at, at posting even, because I know a lot of people are, are building their... They're following, they're posting on social media. Again, timing plays a role. Like certain days of the week are more effective and are more viewed... Uh, by people than, than others and then specific sure. times. And, right, and you can look all this up on Google.
0: Yeah, you can Google it, like it trending has, times to post things. Yeah.
1: Yeah. So it's not like it's a mystery. It's like, oh, I got this secret time that everybody's going to view it as or at. But really, it all comes down to the algorithms and everything, whether your stuff's going to get viewed or not and by how many. But there are opportunities and moments where it is more advantageous for you to post, to put up your music videos, to, to do all these things. And so it's just an area that I feel like often gets neglected.
0: Or even considered, right? Well, something else that we have talked about is um, the timing for the genre you're performing in, the timing for what kind of music you're creating. Because you might be creating incredible music that's just absolutely amazing, but it's not relevant to the current market. And so then the question is, do you are you going to be somebody who is just going to create the music you like no matter what and not pay attention to relevancy and not pay attention to what's current in the, in the industry? Are you going to be someone who tries to bandwagon and do what's current and kind of copy the norms of today? Or are you going to be somebody who's looking out in front and saying, I think this is where the industry is going to go and you try to trailblaze? Because whether or not your music hits, it definitely depends on that as well as in the timing of what is going to be relevant to the market.
1: So what so you, you can
0: kind of fall into one of those three camps.
1: So what you just brought up, I actually think is a really big topic. And I think we actually dig into that in the next podcast and really go over those three things in depth. Let's because do it. I think, because I think that's super important, but I think it's, going to take a little it's more a can time of to worms. explore.
0: But it's something you can start to consider, right? Because right. that's another thing that plays into timing. There's so much about timing.
1: The the other thing that I know I've seen... Um, so the CEO of Spotify kind of got some some crap for this, uh, especially from artists, and, and maybe rightfully so, maybe not. But he said, in today's music world, where you have streaming... He said creating and putting out new music every two to three years is not going to cut it in sustaining you as an artist. So I think in this, he's trying to give relevant advice. A lot of artists push back saying, hey, like art is a process and it takes time to create this. Um, Which is true. And so also we don't want to burn ourselves out and have this like mental collapse, which I think for some people, that's a little overboard. It's like, okay, three years to... To create a project, I think, uh, I just see both sides of the, both sides of yeah. the coin, right? Like, yeah, people have a shorter attention span. They want more. They want it now. It's like people don't have the ability to really have delayed gratification. Well, <laughs> and music changes
0: very quickly now because we can get new music so fast. Right. And so trends actually change faster, just like fashion changes faster. Everything is moving much, much quicker and quicker in popular culture.
1: Right, and so here's another thing to consider when we're talking about timing, right? So on on one hand, where uh, Spotify, I can't remember his name, but anyway, he's he's saying, yeah, you should be coming out with new music every, you know, six, eight months, maybe a year at most. Um, and then you have this other side of the spectrum where it's like, okay, we're gonna follow this creative process and have it be two to three years, which I actually think that timing was actually driven more by Labels and wanting certain mm-hmm. artists to breathe and just go on tour for two years. That's also while they push their other artists. Yeah,
0: and that's before streaming was a play. Everyone was buying albums, right?
1: Right, and so, so another topic that we can explore even even more later. But I just want to get your initial thoughts on this, even when it comes to timing. Is as you're pushing content out there, it's this balance of quality in quantity, right? Yeah,
0: and that's another thing to be said about this too where the CEO of Spotify is talking about how you need to be putting out content every eight months ideally, right? The reason why he's saying that is because for the first time in history, independent artists have the same distribution channels as people on labels right? They might not be as big or powered by as much money, but they still have the ability to put music out on Spotify and iTunes and everything else. And so guess what all these independent artists are doing? They're putting out a ton of music. It's the age of the single, right? Because as an independent artist, you don't have as much money. You don't have as much broadcast ability. And so what you do is you are gradually pouring your money or your capital into producing music into buying equipment for your home studio studio into doing all these things and so instead of going into a studio and producing a full-length album which is extremely expensive you are doing it single by single by single and along the way filming videos to you know be able to do that and so it's the age of the single it's it's the age of digital distribution it's the age of that's beautiful for an independent artist and that's why with independent artists who don't have a ton of capital who don't have the ability to just put tons and tons of money into this it's really powerful to consistently put out music because also you're going to have a harder time building an audience where somebody who signed with a label the label's just going to have a huge broadcast and introduce you to a lot of people at the same time so things can potentially move a lot faster but if you're an independent artist that timing of when you're really seeing music is extremely important because you have to be constantly building your audience and gradually building your audience person by person by person. And if you only put music out every two to three years, you're screwed because your people that you then grab, they might sit there and wait for it. They might move on because we can constantly, I mean, there's new music Friday on, on Spotify every single week telling you all the new music from the major artists that's coming out, let alone all the independent artists that are pumping music into these platforms. And so if you aren't consistently producing music and consistently paying for that along the way so that it's more affordable for you, then yeah, you're not going to be able to keep up. And And that's another reason why music and pop culture are moving so quickly right now is because we have are seeing the surgence of people just putting tons of music out there now here's the thing is all of that good quality no right no you can go on spotify and you can find some really very mediocre (laughs) artists and people who are putting music out there um and it's not polished and it's not great to go you know what that's okay though because maybe people are doing it as a first attempt and they're growing right?
1: For for sure. So
0: there's different levels of what's happening in the industry. And, you know, so there's this timing of how we're timing when we're putting things out and why it's working and why we need to do it a specific way. And then there's also timing of if it's going to hit or not, right? Right. If it's going to be relevant when you put it out, are you going to, like I was saying earlier, are you going to be a market leader and kind of put something new out and something special out and reshape the market? Or are you going to just kind of do your own thing, or are you just going to follow the trends? So, so much of you being successful is a timing thing.
1: Right. And that's why I agree with you with the, with the single, but even more than that, I think, so if you were going to put out an album every two to three years, right, a 10 to 12 to 14 song album. Sure. In this day and age, I almost think it's better to break that up into two or three EPs. Sure. Because then it gives you an opportunity, especially like you were saying, for people who are just starting out, you're not going to have the same amount of resources, the same amount of money, the the ability to create all these things. So it kind of gives you an opportunity to create a smaller sample size that's more cost effective, that you can get out in front of people, do it more frequently. Right. And then see, like we were talking about last time, what's hitting, what's not hitting, what are people responding to, what are they not by doing it three to five songs at a time rather than, oh, I have to create this 10 song album. And then if it flops, then you're like, oh, dang it.
0: Well, that's a big distinction. If you are a massive, massive famous artist like Taylor Swift, you could probably do the two to three year thing, right? Because your fan base is so big and along the way in between launching all of these albums and music and everything. You're doing all different kinds of mediums to promote your music. You're doing tours. You're doing all kinds of stuff, TV shows, Netflix documentaries, like, because Taylor just did a Netflix documentary. Like, so there's so many different things that these artists are doing along the way because they have those resources and connections and also because they're massive. Adele, we're still waiting for the next one, right? Sam Smith just put out his new album and it's been a while since we heard from him too. They're, that's because these guys are so big and because they're backed by so much capital and so many resources, they can withstand that. But the average artist cannot do that and and build the audience that they're trying to build on their own.
1: Right. If you're in the building phase, that's not going to work for you.
0: No, nope, you can't. And, and uh, it's also extremely expensive and the payback is so little because you can't actually build an audience with that.
1: Right. And once you get to a certain level, really, you can take any kind of any amount of time off if you're already in the public eye, still being viewed and still being consumed in some way or another. Like the Jonas Brothers, for example, right? They took like 10 years off. But and they the, were but,
0: individually doing stuff r- to kind of develop themselves and keep their keep in the public eye, but just not as the Jonas Brothers. Right.
1: But so that's what I mean is they kept people interested through other things. Like you got Nick Jonas doing all his stuff and, and Joe... Yeah. was doing all his stuff and i don't know the i don't know the other brother <laughs> <laughs> you're not but, a true fan but then when they came back people were excited about the album people were ready to start hitting up the tours and and it was like oh here comes their new music and so yeah. at that point it's almost the comeback is if people want to see that but, waiting for it yeah so that's where it just comes down to think about timing think about timing with everything you're doing. I know it's, we kind of touched on a lot of pieces of, of a pretty broad and big topic. And I'd like to break down more of these pieces, like I was saying in in further episodes, but just if we were to wrap this up in a bow, I would say, ultimately think about timing, think about it with everything you're doing. Again, it's finding this balance of, of quantity and quality. It's, Posting things in in times and situations that matter when it can be most effective. and it's really understanding your resources and how you can maximize those over time.
0: Absolutely. yeah, I agree with all of that.
1: So with that, uh, we always like to pose a question that you know, if you're watching this on YouTube, go down in the comment field and just write down where do you feel like you can take more advantage of, of timing? Where have you not even been considering this topic at all? And you've just been kind of pushing things out there Uh, because we see it all the time. People just try to put their content out there and get it out and, and just keep moving, moving, moving without ever taking time to stop and think about this. So where can you take better advantage of timing and where have you kind of been missing the boat on that
0: You can also go to your journal and write that down. And you know, last thing, I had a conversation with uh, one of our artists about this this week. It's so easy to get caught up in this idea of trying to launch a major campaign with a full-length album and high-end music videos and all this stuff because that's what you see your influences do. That's what you see these big, big artists do. And so a lot of uh, newer artists think that that's how it's done and that's how they have to do it and that they can only make a career in music if they get signed by a label and that's just not true and so what we have to do then is scale that back and say okay for where we are right now and the resources we have right now and how do we have to time this and what actually makes sense for us as independent artists and so that's another big question but yeah leave a comment in youtube Write it down in your journal. Make sure you declare that of where you're at with that and where you could do your timing better. And uh, that's it for today.
1: Yeah, I think that sums it up really well. All right, everybody. And
0: then go like, subscribe, and share the podcast up so that we can share the love.
1: That's right. As always, share it with somebody that you know that could really benefit from this. We just want to help as many people as possible. So let's share it up, like it up, subscribe it up. Is that a thing? (laughs) Subscribe it up? (laughs) Sure. And...